Hey, before we get to the show, man, I want to talk to you about something a lot of my bearded brethren will appreciate. I personally know how challenging it can be to maintain a beard while dealing with skin that breaks out at the slightest provocation. Well, Beard Organics is here to help, offering products that are a godsend for sensitive skin, giving you the confidence to nurture your beard without fear of irritation or breakouts. But that's not all. Beard Organics brings you an extensive range of beard care products from nourishing beard oils and refreshing beard washes to conditioning balms and handy grooming accessories, man, they got it all covered. It's a one-stop shop for everything your beard needs to look its best, and I find it incredibly convenient. If you're new to beard care or have any questions, Beard Organics also provides top-notch customer education and support. They've got an amazing beard blog filled with useful tips and a dedicated phone line you can call or even text. It's like having a personal beard guru at your fingertips. So right now you can find a special deal. It's 20% off when you buy three or more beard oils, washes, or conditioners. Go to beardorganics.com right now. Tell them on Deck Center. business is it is another week in the books with the on deck tv show i am spike lou man holla at your boy animal brown animal underscore brown if you're looking for me on social media absolutely and i am spike lou on those same social sites holla at your boy took a week off we be back though hey b how was your holiday hey man not bad <laughs> not bad at all um how was your trip to my hometown of new york you enjoy that your hometown is crazy. You would <laughs> you definitely are not from New York. The, the the more that I've been there now, like it's hilarious the pacing. Like I'm sure people know this, but like if you go there, like if you're not on they pace, like it ain't no wandering around. It ain't no oh, what's this or right? man get out of the way. That's all like, bro, when you walk out of the door, you on a mission. It ain't no unless you're just a tourist and you're in tourist spots. And even then, like I, I appreciate the speed of New York. I couldn't live there forever. No. Nah. I could do maybe three months. I had just bread, just buku bread, three months in a little penthouse somewhere. Yeah. Living there? Oh, you got to be about that life, bro. Facts. You got to be about that life, dude. Yeah. We got on the subway, seen the big ass rats and shit. I fuck with New York, though. Uh, Book of Hove exhibit was fire. Ah. That was motivating, moving captivating all the all the words nigga especially since and I, I say this on another week in the books y'all go check it out i was with someone who was from new york uh my mom her, her husband's friend he's from up there so he was just taking us around it's cool when you got someone that can drive and know the ins and outs and shit like Thanks. that and he swung us by marcy by marcy projects before we went to the uh exhibit at the library and just seeing where that nigga came from and talking about he was three generations deep inside, had a little film playing in there. It was about 12 minutes talking about him growing up and shit. 
seeing that and then seeing the nigga got a whole exhibit with the block a mile around the corner. Oh, that, that shit was motivating. It was fire. Shout out to Hov. Happy birthday to the host. Yeah, that line looked crazy on the last day. Wow, it was, it was packed in there when I went on uh Saturday. It was packed, bro. Mm. Never wear Tim. I don't I don't know how them niggas wear Tim's <laughs> and walk around in New York. Bro, my foot still hurts. It's been a damn near two weeks. My foot still hurting, bro. I, I, I'm never wearing Tim's to walk nowhere ever because we was just outside walking around in Times Square, bro. My feet were hollering. That's why the niggas Ooh. be angry, bro. That's why niggas be angry. Yeah, that's why they be so mad. <laughs> nigga, put some put some comfortable shoes on, nigga. Promise you, y'all have better shit. I niggas put some comfortable shoes on. Get some new walk- balances or something, bro. Yeah, niggas, niggas walking right. way too fast, nigga, to have on Tim's. Man, niggas walking with bricks on their feet, nigga. <laughs> Thought I could pull it off. I said, let me rock the Tim's to the whole joint, you know? Hell no, nigga. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, shit. Now, that's dope, man. man. That was I'm cool. S- that was a nice I- I'm sick. I ain't get a chance to make my way up there, but it looks super dope. Uh, I have to catch the next one, man. God damn, who knows when that'll be? Maybe somebody will do something like that closer right. here to the city. Um, ain't no telling. I got a question for you that was raised by um before we get into it. Mm-hmm. Shout out Maurice from another week in the books. Do you think there was another artist that could do this, the book of hope type thing? And who would it be? Who would be most interesting to you? Yeah, of course. Kanye. Who would be most interesting to you? Mm-hmm. Kanye. Cause he got the story to go with. You got you gotta have the story, you gotta have a catalog, yeah. you gotta have the resume, and he he has a Pitches resume that's, to, that's up there. Yeah, minus you, the bullshit with the book of whole shit. Yeah, minus the bullshit. Kanye a good one. Kanye is a real good one. I would say Wayne, just because yeah. it been so long. It been thirty years of him, like from thirteen damn to forty five now, just rapping. So I would yeah. say Wayne, but Kanye is a good one too. Wayne, only thing Wayne got a period where. Uh, he was kind of on some ready to love period yeah he pussy every song period (laughs) i am not a human being but like that shit is forgettable Uh, that shit is forgettable but true that it it still would be it would make sense though a hundred percent the hardest thing that they had to whip the lexus that the nigga always talking about parked outside of the library that was hard that's hard that killed it with the lexus sitting up front yeah, just uh, knowing as big J fans as we are, just seeing some of that shit that he rapped about it and seeing it, that was fire. So you I already know, man. Much. Salute to everybody that was able to make it out there. Um, we got an action-packed episode. Like we said, we had to take a week off, a little quick vacay, catch our breath, but we back. Coming up today, man, we're going to talk mixtape Mount Rushmore. Y'all know y'all saw that meme going viral. We're going to tell you if they got it right. Uh, also, Nardo Wick, your man, security went crazy on a fan. Um... We're going to talk about the fallout behind that. And Fat Joe, Joey Crack, said he lied in 95% of his music. Uh, we're going to talk about whether we believe that and how does that, how does that, how does your view of Joe change after hearing that? But let's kick things off, man. Trial, rap trial of the century. Um, YSL Rico case is underway finally, what seems like it's been taking forever. Um, just based on what you've heard so far. We've got we've found out what Young Thug stood for in 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 his name. We find out a lot of shit. What do you think about what you heard so far with the trial? Do you feel that the, his lawyer is doing a good job of um, spinning the narrative in, in his favor? His lawyer is doing a decent job of creating doubt. 
because I'm sure that his lawyer understands that the the, the prosecution is going to get up there and they're going to say these lyrics that they presented to the court mean all of these different things. But I think his lawyer out of the gate did a good job of saying, well, no, what was Thug, what's thug for? You got it uh, right. Truly Thug's humbled God under God. Truly humbled under God. If you can create doubt in the juror's mind, they're like, these bars are up for interpretation, you got a shot. You got a shot, depending on the jury. Uh, so I do think that that was a, it was a relatively smart move by the def defense. It was funny. We laughed at it online all day. Like people were making the, the, the other acronyms up for the different things with YSL. But removing the funny part of it, removing the doubt part of it, it still looked rough for Young Thug. Mm -hmm. like it, it, they're going to be able to, the jury, probably laugh off some of that or be skeptical of it at the very least. All it takes is one for a mistrial, but I'm not sure that you got one in there that's going to be like, yeah, you know what? This might just all be like they're just trying to railroad this young man. It's a lot of stuff that's going to be presented that's going to make Young Thug look bad, of course. So I'm not sure if the jury's going to buy this twisting of the narrative or what Thug means or what YSL stands for or anything of that nature with the evidence that's going to be presented against Young Thug. What you say? Yeah, it's, I, when I first saw that, I, like everybody else on Twitter, had laughed at that. But then I had to sit back and think, I get it. He, fight, he fighting for his life. You got to pull out all the stops. And we saw what the jury was made out of. It was made a lot. Uh, the majority women, if I remember correctly, we nine in the women. South. We we in the Bible yeah, belt. Three men. There you go. Yeah, you, you you can play the Bible thing. You can play the under God thing. If there was any, if there was ever a place to do that, it it'd be in this region that we're in of the country, right here. So I'm not. I after laughing it off, I wasn't necessarily mad at that play because someone will fall for that. But here's the here's the thing though, the the problem i think that lies and this is the same thing that happened to mac it's the same thing that happened to see murder which we'll actually talk about a little bit later today too that when they play those lyrics bro and in mac's case they actually spliced two bars together that weren't even back to back but when they when people hear that and in this instance they're going to reference the bar about shooting somebody mama house up and they're going to tie that to his you know arch nemesis getting his mama house shot up and when people these when women hear that I don't know if they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, there were just that's just a coincidence. And I don't know if you can sell the average person on that. Like that's a, in my opinion, that's going to be a stretch when they connect those dots. Because let's be honest, that's not too far of a reach, bro. Like, the fuck? Again, unless those bars were said two years in advance, you know what I'm saying? Uh, which I don't believe they were, bro. That's where it's going to get tricky. I'm very interested to see how this plays out. I'm very interested to see if any of his uh, co-defendants get called up, any of the famous co-defendants get called up. I don't know how this works. I don't watch much court TV, but I think that's what a lot of people are kind of waiting on or interested to see, including myself, if that happens and how their testimony or lack thereof plays a role in it. Yeah. If I had to guess, man, it looked rough. You'll get to a Rico state. And you're like, they don't present this case and go to trial without it being damn near airtight and i like you said it's gonna be hard to convince civilians that this didn't happen like this isn't a criminal organization because they have so much evidence they have people that already pleaded out they've already admitted that they knew that ysl was a gang which is what the state is trying to prove now we know we were a gang because people went on record and said it 
All we got to prove is y'all committed one crime in furtherance of that game. That's what Rico is. One thing to make the whole game. If they can prove that, which it seems like it ain't going to be hard to do, especially since they can present the lyrics, I will see 12 civilians being like, you know what? They're doing this young man dirty. I ain't here to say if he's guilty or innocent, but it looks bad. It looks really bad. Yeah. I I don't know how long this is going to drag on. You think we get something before... The end of January? Nah, this is gonna be a minute. Mm. Uh, uh, I doubt it. I think this is gonna go on for a while. They got I, if I didn't hear it, if I heard it correctly, it's like three hundred witnesses they gonna call. Oh wow, ah, oh, that's nuts. So I like, see, yeah. this ain't televised. It's, it's it? gonna get crazy. I've been seeing it everywhere on TV. They say it's streaming. You can go to YouTube and watch it. Maybe oh. on Court TV, but they definitely have it on the, the clips and stuff. Be out every day. Of them and what they did that day, so it's definitely streaming somewhere. I just haven't taken a look at it. I won't, I'm gonna watch it one day. Uh. I won't just watch one day of it, but man. Wait, real quick, I see, I, I, well, I see young thug, man. For sure, I see French Montana came out and he said his Coke boys. Oh, Coke? No, that's not related to the the drug. That means creation of kings everywhere. So niggas is cleaning up their <laughs> shit immediately. <laughs> Creation of kings <laughs> everywhere, boys. Like, come on, bro. The Coke boys, that's funny than a motherfucker. We'll get into that with Fat Joe. Yeah. What I think about that when we talk about that. But also, man, while we were away, we know this may be kind of old, but fuck it. This is relevant. We here in Atlanta. T.I. is one of my favorite rappers. So it interested me when I seen him at the Falcons 50th hip hop anniversary game. For some reason, his son King was there. As if he was a rapper. Uh, but everybody was out, man. Killer Mike, God, I seen Big Boy out there. All the Atlanta legends were out there. But we got a video of T.I. and King exchanging words. And King questioning T.I. about his upbringing and, you know, standing on business. Saying he ain't that little boy that y'all saw on TV from Family Hustle. I was at my grandmama's house getting it in. My question to you. You seen the scuffle. You heard you heard how he went back and forth. If that was your son, AB, how would you have handled that? You think T I did this correctly? Yeah, this is hard. That's hard to do because I'm if, for people that don't know, I am kidless. I don't be around yeah. kids. I haven't been around kids in a long I don't be time. Kids is crazy. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> I don't be around kids. No, no Jared from crazy. Subway, dude. Like, no. no R. Kelly. Jeez. No, yeah, none of that shit. I don't really even be around kids like that, cuz. Whoa! <laughs> None of that shit. <laughs> so my experience is limited, but I will say, um, like Ti, people were. I seen a lot of people on Ti side because allegedly you can't really see from the video, but King kind of bumped his his mom a little bit, and you know that's when you don't kind of cross the line. So now it's time to get jacked up because you think you're too big for your britches <laughs> and all that shit. So him saying I'm standing on business and then like immediately crying, get off me. It was the funniest shit. Like that, that was hilarious. That's just like every kid who think they, you know what I mean, can buck up to their parents and shit. Um, but I will say this though, the same day or the next day, they were on a promo run on Complex. They did the Goat Talk um show on Complex where they draw cards and you know, say it has Goat Restaurant or Goat, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. whatever. And he was really inter- King was really entertaining on there, bro. Like he was funny. Him and T.I. had a good chemistry. And I feel like that side of him doesn't get shown. We only hear about him getting a fight in the Waffle House or kind of doing negative things. And he he had a point. 
in that episode with like, man, that shit gets highlighted. But when I graduate or when I do this or do that with honors or whatever the case may be, that doesn't really get a lot of press. And he might be on to mm. something. Now, I'm not excusing him, you know, trying to size up his mom and all that shit is weird. Or And all of this kind of shit he was talking about. I hung out with my grandma's house where y'all was in a big crib. Like I was out in the streets and blah, blah, blah. that's a weird gates. flex. I was behind the gated community. Yeah, that, I was outside. That's that that's a weird flex, but I will say there might be more to him than what the media kind of does push. Cause he was he was entertaining in that episode with him and T.I. I'm not gonna lie. What did what did you think? I like you, am kidless. So my patience probably would have been a lot thinner than T.I.'s. Um, I agree. I like King's personality. He was good on Family Hustle. Mm-hmm. And you, you you bring up a great point. People always try to say, oh, man, why they got so much money? Why they act like that? Like, these are normal people, bro. Like, these are, this isn't, like, T.I. is famous, yes. And, but he's not, like, Beyonce famous. Like, T.I. can still come out in Atlanta. Like, we've been here, and he just pulled up in places. There yeah. wasn't no security and all of this stuff. So I'm saying that to say, like, T.I. is not that far removed from, like, just being outside in Atlanta. Now, I could see where King could see that and want to be like, well, I want to do what he did. I want to do it. I don't want to be here in the gated community and ain't nobody outside. He probably got friends over his grandma's house. I'm a kid who grew up in my grandma's house, so I get it. Yeah. Like, you want to go over there because that's where your people at. But I think it was interesting that Domani, his big brother, came out and said, King is just using the wrong words. It's not that he's saying that T.I. didn't take care of him or he couldn't be there. It's just like he grew up somewhere else because he chose that life. Not saying that it was street life or anything like right, that. Right. It's just I'm more comfortable over here, and that's fine. <laughs> With that being said, T.I. way better nigga than I am, boy. I would have I choked that little nigga out in front of everybody down. That nigga don't play. Like T.I. said, boy, you can, find, you can find out. Like all that playing, especially you bumping into my wife. My wife? Man, nigga, I would embarrass King out there. And it would have been all good, too. I'm still your dad. All of that. It wouldn't have been nothing where I would have just harmed him too bad. But you're going to be embarrassed out here, bro. I'm putting you down. And that's probably why I don't have kids. Because I would have put King down out there. Like, he wouldn't have never, ever in his life tried that shit ever again. Like, like you nigga wouldn't have never brought up where I'm from no more. Like, all of that shit he wouldn't have never even talked about again. But... Uh, in the question of did T.I. handle it correctly he probably handled it as best he could he probably did want to go in on him that's that's why I like T.I. as my favorite rapper I feel we have similar personalities and you can hear it coming out of T.I. like man you don't even really know me bro like I, I will like I, I will show you what you I give you what you looking for out here and I, I just love that he handled it that way but it had it been me man it probably would have got a lot worse get off of him get off of him that shit was so that nigga said you driving in reverse, player. You driving in reverse. And he is, though. Like, you're trying to prove that you this street, nigga, bro. You, you rich, nigga. You got money, nigga. Ain't no one cares where you grew up, bro. It's okay yeah. to get to fighting at the White House. You're a teen. Shit happens. But these type of conversations with your mom and dad in front of all of these people, like, bro, fucking relax, man. I knock yeah. your head off your head, dude. Like, I was straight embarrassed him out there, nigga. It's, it's, don't ever play with me like that. It's always, it's always tricky, man. There's one, there's always one. <clears throat> You see, mm-hmm. you see how the other his other kids, from what I've noticed, I don't follow them, but Domani seems to have his head on straight. And not to say that King doesn't, he just he shows a little bit of reckless behavior sometimes, so just a little bit of bad decision making. 
Um, which I mean, yeah. no, no one walking nigga has not done that at some point in their time. You just, right. you just don't want to see him crash out for the sake of let me, let me prove to you I'm not Show this, I'm not that. Yeah, that's for nothing. That's pointless. You just don't want to see it. Exactly. That's all. Like niggas work hard think- to get to make sure their kids are straight and to see someone go against that. You just you hate to see it, and, and real niggas know where that lead, and you don't want them to go out like it. Yeah, that's a great point. Like you can, I. I see what T.I. has done. I'm going to give you enough life. Uh, excuse me. I'm going to give you enough freedom to live your life. I ain't going to shackle you down and make you stay here. Right. You go over to your grandma's house and do whatever you want to do. But please understand, like he said, like you're embarrassing your family, nigga. Before me, it wasn't the Harris clan. It wasn't no family hustle. It wasn't no none of that, nigga. I had to go to my grandma's house and survive because that's what it was. T.I. is trying to explain to him, bro, you had options. You cried to go over there, little nigga. And I think just him understanding, like, I'm, no one is taking anything away from you, bro, for being rich or growing up famous. People just want you to, like you said, not crash out. Nobody wants to see that, man. Yeah. Nah, but that shit, the Twitter was funny that day, though. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was hilarious. Was funny and did you see the, uh, the they had the, a promoter here used oh. an image. It had Bart Simpson, like Homer used to choke Bart, <laughs> but it was T.I. and <laughs> it was T.I., and King and Ti pulled up on him. like I like I just, just was saying Ti come Ti be outside in a like even yeah. when you can think of how rich and famous he is, but he pulled up on the club and he was like, "Bro, don't use my name. Y'all ain't selling no bill, no booths, no nothing. If y'all using my name without asking me." And the next night they paid him an appearance for him and King hosted the club. And he said, so "I want all of it." Good that came from him. All of it, nigga. Don't don't play with me and mine. I I felt him on that. Can you imagine that these niggas playing around with these bullshit ass fly tip walk through the door like, hey, y'all, all of y'all got to be fucked up, nigga. That's funny as hell. Hey, man, next up, you alluded to Fat Joe earlier. Uh, he did an interview. I believe this was uh, Good Morning America or one, one of those type shows. Uh, <laughs> and he said that and they was, the, the Young Thug thing came up about lyrics being used. And he said, man, that's a travesty. He said, yo, I have lied in 95 percent of my songs. Like, that's how, like, nigga, I'm a family man. I'm a businessman. I'm this, I'm that. When I'm rapping, it's more entertainment, X, Y, Z. Does this make you look at Fat Joe differently? Do you believe him? Do you think it's more? Do you think it's less? Is this every rapper ever? What just what are your thoughts on, on Fat Joe's statement? Only a few rappers could do this. And and what I mean by that is all the hard I've been taught all that gangster shit. I can come out and say, hey, man, I, I was just joking around. Because niggas that was outside, I've heard the stories about Terrell Squad. Fat Joe is lying right now. <laughs> he ain't. He wasn't lying in the raps. He's lying right now. But his reputation is that of such where he can do that. Because the te- like they made their name in New York. They used to roll up on niggas. It's a story about, allegedly, they rolling up on Jay-Z and some people getting hit with bottles. And like Terror Squad was not to be fucked with when Fat Joe was outside. He got a lot of stories talking about running up on rap niggas and how different shit played out in New York. So if you got that rep, it's already out there. And I don't do that no more. I am a family man. I am a businessman. I can say yeah, all that shit was a lie because I don't live that life no more. I, I, there's no threat that's going to come from those people that I was trying to impress or that I was talking about or that I've lived that life with. Ain't no threat because I'm not even in that world no more. So if it ever is a thing where, oh, man, they prosecuting rappers for their lyrics, oh, no, all of that shit was a lie. I could see Fat Joe saying that. But only a few niggas could do that because they don't have reps like Fat Joe. Fat Joe's rep precedes himself. 
as far as being a street nigga and being like had emotion in New York. So he can again say, oh man, it ain't, I, I didn't do none of that. Just like with French Mountain and Coke Boys. Like French was outside. We know what yeah. that Coke Boys mean, bro. I don't give a fuck what you, whatever king or whatever you said it mean. French was outside and had a reputation that precedes itself. If it's somebody that we may have thought that they were lying back in the day and then they come out and said, yeah, that would ruin it. But these niggas, we know when we were outside, we used to read about it and see the DVDs. That shit wasn't fake. <laughs> like them niggas telling them stories about Fat Joe and the terror in their eyes when they telling the story that wasn't fake. Niggas' voices were still trembling, like about Jarisco running up on them. Like that shit wasn't fake, bro. So Fat uh, Joe can say that because he in different spaces. Now. Here's here's the thing. I think he chose his words incorrectly because when you say that you lied about something, then that means that 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 shows that you had intent to deceive, and so I, that makes right. it sound like. He's saying shit to make you think a certain way in the music. I think he really probably meant was just this shit is entertainment. I'm talking shit. I'm doing whatever the fuck. What I would do, what I will do, what I haven't done, how I feel, blah, 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 blah. I think, although I do think that 95% is accurate, though. It's just not lies. That doesn't mean Fat Joe wasn't Fat Joe in the city. I'm saying he has 10 albums, two collab albums, and three mixtapes. That's 15 projects. We're going to say 10 songs apiece. We're going to say two 16s a piece. Bro, that is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of verses. Have you ever tried to write something that rhymed, nigga, that was factual once? Nigga, try to do it hundreds and hundreds of times, dude. You're going to come, you're going to embellish. You're going to add sauce on the shit. Like it's, it happens. And I want people to normalize the fact that hip hop is a form of entertainment the same way books, movies, and television are. I want people to normalize that part because then, number one, that gets the dummies off of the mic that actually go and do shit and then turn around and talk about what they just did. That keeps them from doing dumb shit like that because they think that what Fat Joe is saying is 99 percent real. And so they have to emulate that. That eliminates that goofy shit. And then also that eliminates people getting their lyrics used in court and rappers being used as scapegoats as to why niggas reading at a fifth grade level in the south side of Chicago. Like all of that shit, dude, <laughs> got that people got to use other shit and get more creative with the reasonings behind some of the conditions and stop blaming Fat Joe and stop blaming Young Thug. And so I feel like, yes, 95% of what he said, he not he might have been on the low end of what he said wasn't actual fact. I'm not going to say he was lying. I'm going to say it, was, it wasn't actual fact. And I think that applies to 98% of rappers. That's the difference. I think the important distinction there, though, is I believe it is based on fact, though. So it may not have been Fat Joe. I went and did this, did that, and the third, but I do know the nigga that did do. Yeah, that's fair. I just happen to be the one that can rap. So I that's think usually how it rap is. is that. Like, yeah, rappers are the reporters of the hood. Most of them, until Jeezy came around, wasn't really considered uh, he outside like that. They just reporting on what they seen. So yeah, I agree with that. That that but that's the thing. All right, next. It's real quick though. It it's it's rooted in order for it to be realistic and listenable. It's got to be rooted in some type of truth. If niggas was rapping about shit Thanks. that we've never seen, aliens. If that's all niggas rapped about, it wouldn't be relatable. Niggas would be like, bro, what is this? So you got to have some type of nigga grounded relatability to the shit. So yes, Brenda's got a baby is based loosely on somebody's story. 
we just don't know if it was a, a gal actually named Brenda that Tupac knew. It just didn't play out like that. That's what makes it, you know what I'm saying? That's what makes it good or high quality. But just everything I said, I, I just got through doing, I was outside. Bro, please, I need everybody to stop. That's a, that's a key and peel skit, dude. It's not actual real life. Thanks, man. All right, man, you know how we do at the end of the year, AB. We have a person of the year in hip-hop, and we also get to go over some of the listed drops. Forbes, they dropped their 30 under 30 list. A couple people on here, man, from the hip-hop world. What was the biggest surprise that you had? Man, I I think there's three or four rappers on here, and I one of them, with all due respect, they had to, they uncle got to work at Forbes because how the fuck are they on this yes. list? Guess <laughs> who you talking about? Uh, dog, did you see? Did you see the gal? No, what girl? Who is BK the ruler, bro? Elite. Like, who the uh, fuck is that? So, triple salute to you making it to Forbes. I promise that's the dope. That's dope. You shaking it. I hope this time next year you're our person of the year. I swear. But bro, who the fuck is that? Like I don't know who that is. I, I see Lotto made the list. Shout out to her. I see Ice Spice on here. And BK the ruler, and then Trippy Red. Okay, Red is crazy. What is I, this? The thirty under thirty, like this to me. What this says is this: this is how much contemporary grown man rap has ran this year and the last couple of years. And I'm gonna speak more to that when we get to our person of the year conversation. Because if this is the thirty for like, and I like Lotto, I think she dope as hell. I'm trippy red. I'm cool on. I can't really do too much of that. Ice Spice, her 15 minutes has have lasted longer than I expected. I'll give her that. And I still don't know who the fuck BK the ruler is, even though I clicked on this profile in there. I still don't know who the fuck that is. So this list is uh, <laughs> whoever the fuck that is. This, it's a little, this is a little, I could see somebody saying this is disheartening to the future, but not to me because I don't give a shit. I'm not the target audience to any of these people anyway. So it doesn't really matter. The people of my age have been putting out, or at least of my generation, have been putting out quality music lately, and that's all I give a fuck about. So when they do the 50 under 50 list, <laughs> wake me when they do that. I don't give a shit about this 30 under 30, though. The 50 under 50, you need to hit them up so they can let you coordinate that. Fast. Excuse me. Uh, BK The Ruler is from Atlanta. So That's even worse. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, that, that, I was so sorry. I, I just knew she was going to be from New York. She is actually from Atlanta, and I like you. I have never heard of her either. But shout out to her, man. Salute she to has five hundred forty-eight thousand Instagram followers. I was shocked Trippy Red was on here. I ain't gonna lie. To you. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised. I'm surprised, surprised and shocked <laughs> that that man is even like, uh, like I, I'm. I don't understand the music. I don't understand the the image, any of that. But somebody likes it, like you said, he on Forbes. I agree with you, man. I, other than making me feel old, this list was like, I remember when we used to know everybody on the damn list. Facts. And now it's like, bro, who the fuck are these people, bro? And, and and it ain't even a lot. It used to be a lot more hip-hop people as well. It used to be a lot more hip-hop centric when they did this list. And now you're looking for people that you recognize. It's crazy. So that was yeah. the biggest takeaway for me. Like, we just how far removed that we are from the 30 under 30 crowd. Because I don't know Wisdom K. But like, how do you have? How do you not have like Rod Wave on here though, or like is Rod Wave thirty five? And I just didn't know it. I don't Rod understand. Wave gotta be like thirty. Well, Rod Wave, Wave is not thirty, bro. <laughs> not. I don't know though. I ain't gonna even hold you. I, 
Nigga that depressed, I think he had to be at least 30 years old and then live some life. Depressed as that nigga is, he better be 30 as sad as he be saying. Man, that nigga was born in 1998, bro. He's 25. How is he not on Jesus? <laughs> that nigga wise beyond his years, nigga. <laughs> That nigga been here before, as the old people say, man. They're old, like, nigga, 25, you that depressed? Jesus Christ. Where my boy Don Tolliver at, man? He 29. Like, see, that's what I'm like. Who? Look, man. Ice Spice, Travis Lotto, Scott. Travis Scott I get it. 30s? Who? Travis Scott. He older than 30. Yeah, he 30, 31. Okay. Y'all get what? Lotto is the only one that I agree with. Lotto is the only one that I can be like, okay, y'all see her moving this year. She's shaking it. That, that's it. This list is some slaw. Um, I didn't know she was only 24, though. Big, big slaw. Mulatto? Yeah. They be joking on her saying she look like 30-something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an ongoing joke on the internet that she all late. I ain't like going that far. 24. I ain't going that far, no, but I ain't know she was that young. Salute to her, though. I'm a fan. Next up, an- another youngster under 30 that didn't make this list, Nardo Wick. Florida's own. I'm sure everybody saw the video. There was a video that went viral last week of a, a, a parent fan. People say was coming up to ask for a picture. It was outside of what looked to be a venue over by like a sprinter van. And before he could even people can get their camera phones out to take the picture. Someone in Wick's entourage completely fires on the kid. And then as he's kind of like in a state of shock or whatever, or knocked out or whatever the fuck, another nigga in the cool tees off on him again. As you can hear Nardo Wick asking niggas like, what are y'all doing? And he tried to stop the second dude. Um, the mom came out, obviously upset that her son and got world starred by her favorite rapper's crew. I mean, by her son's favorite rapper's crew. Um, Nardo Wick made an apology since the two security, well, quote unquote security have been, uh, they turned themselves in. Yo, is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal? Um, this situation with Nardo Wick and a fan. This is a little deal. This is a learning lesson for Nardo Wick. I understand keeping your homeboys employed. I I I love that. Give niggas jobs, give them something to do. I've said it on here a thousand times. But I also gotta know what they doing. Like you need some real security around too, bro. Not taking anything away from the little boy because he ran up wild. You can't run up on niggas like that. Especially somebody like Nardo Wick, who you would claim is from the trenches of his type of music like nigga running up you never know what he trying to do so the little boy need to be very clear about his intentions first and foremost and he wouldn't get done like that but I'm not putting any blame on him I do blame him first and the other nigga that came in that's an excuse you can't do that bro you gotta be a professional all you need to do is restrain the nigga make sure that he ain't there to harm Nardo, maybe let him right. or send him on about his way one or the other but you can't do that you can't just hit a nigga in the mouth first and then ask questions later there are situations for that. That wasn't. Yeah, I agree. And the 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 kid, the kid was actually twenty. He looked much younger in the video, though, because uh, he he was he looks kind of small. I don't know, but um, he was twenty. The two people that were in Nardo Wick's entourage that turned himself in, one was thirty four, and one was fifteen. Mm. Uh so yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? It's I can like. Like that sound like uncle and a cousin. Yeah, that's that's what it sound like. Him a job, you know what I'm saying. I will say I did respect Wick's response though. I I respect that he he took it to Instagram, and he said, "Hey man, I want to be very clear. I fuck with my fans. 
the long way. Like this shit was not supposed to go down like this. Like this shit wasn't gangster. This shit wasn't cool. Like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my fans. I understand the mom is upset. I already reached out before all this shit even hit the internet. I've been talking to them this whole time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if they got to, they got to do what they got to do. They got to sue. I, like I, I then whatever's going to happen, but this shit ain't, you heard me trying to stop niggas. Like I ain't with none of this shit. Right? <laughs> I ain't had nothing to do with this shit. He put that, he made that very clear, but not even that though, but he was just like, like this wasn't supposed to happen like this. Like he wasn't trying to like, cause you can't you see some artists being like, yeah, nigga, run it. Like they just would, <laughs> would kind of throw gas on it and fuck it up. I think he handled it well. Yeah, that was a good job of handling it like that. I I I hope he don't get out of a lot of money because they damn sure gonna sue his ass. Oh yeah, they got to they got to sue him. Damn sure, you got to. Damn sure gonna sue. Uh, next up, AB the Mount Rushmore mixtape. The Mount Rushmore of mixtape meme came out. It went viral, and there were four faces, of course. Mount Rushmore. One was Futures, the other was Fifty Cent, the other was Lil Wayne, and the last one was Jeezy. Real simple question, AB. Is that accurate list? Hey, man, I, is that an accurate list in dinner? I, I think it might, be, it might be accurate. I don't because you got to say if I were to remove, if I were to add someone else, like you, I, I saw people say Gucci. I yeah. saw people say maybe like a Fab, but then who would you take? I wouldn't take off any one of them for them. I, I they would be like runner up. They would be on the next four. Like if they built the second Mount Rushmore across the street, then you could put Gucci, maybe Fab, maybe Ross. But these four, this might be universal, bro. I'm not gonna lie. You about to hate on Fifty, but you shouldn't. But go ahead. You you already know if you if you listen to this show, you know where I'm going with it, and that's straight to New York hate. Uh, my Southern bias has to come out right here, man. I can't put Fifty there. I, I didn't listen to Fifty mixtapes. Yes, I wasn't aware of 50 until damn near that Get Rich or Die Trying came out. Like, I remember Lil Larry brought a, a burned CD. Y'all kids go look and see what that is. Look that up. He brought that and had the, the uh, whole album. That was the first time I really heard of 50 other than a single wankster. But um, you're going to hate my replacement for 50. It's a little Boosie, dude. <laughs> like, Boosie. Boosie don't even really got albums. Like, that nigga... He's he's made a living. He's this rich, still around with this name off of mixtapes. Like I know it was at least two summers straight where all I listened to was Boosie mixtapes. So I would take I would say Future, Boosie, Wayne, Jeezy. Here's the problem. <laughs> you got? That's a, that's a personal pick because you ex- explicitly just said for two summers I listened to nigga. That's a gang of motherfuckers I listened to. That I would have on my Mount Rushmore, but you don't get those Lil I'll Wayne mixtapes without what Fifty did. Fifty started that; he was the first, and he did it successfully. So it may not he have been doing, he was doing what Wayne was doing with the squad. You're telling me that Fifty was doing that? Yeah, he started that. Yes, taking the Jack beats and shit. That's him. See, that's what I'm saying. But 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 what I would tell you, you say it's a personal pick. I say it's a southeastern pick. You get you yeah. from Kentucky, Carolina down. I, you go to places that I will. Well, we grew up like most of them niggas. I'm like, I ain't hear them 50 cent niggas. Like you have a nigga like Big Jeff, Jay, niggas that were you. 
niggas that listen to New York music, yeah, they, that, that would be, uh, y'all would have that, like Larry, but niggas was listening to Lil Boosie, bro. Like, you just named 10 niggas, dude. Like, like, <laughs> I named four. I named four niggas that love New York. That's all I did. I can name 100 niggas that be like, yeah, that Boosie such and such is a classic and didn't even know 50 had mixtapes. So it's just, it's, it's. I think it's a regional thing. If 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 it wasn't Boosie and I was being less biased, I still don't think I would go 50. When I think mixtapes, it would probably be Gucci. You can't, you can't, here's the problem though. You can't have a uh, a greatest list or a Mount Rushmore of mixtapes and not have a New York artist, bro. That doesn't make sense. It, they, that literally is where it came mm. from, dude. That wouldn't make sense. That would show that, A, your regional bias is kicking in, or you just don't know the history. They're going to be like, bro, you got to learn something that's outside fair. Fair. of the circle, bro. That's, that's, that's I impossible. Because I didn't listen to that shit. <laughs> I didn't but you know the impact. If we I didn't did listen to Illmatic, but we know the impact. That's fair. If I did have to put a New York nigga on there, it would be Fab for me. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 see I, I recognize Fab mixtapes more so than Fifties, and I'm and I'm not taking nothing away from that Fifty run. I understand what it was. I know how he got hot. I I just wasn't on it at the time. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. if I had to put a New York nigga there, I would say Fab. Who the next four? It's got to be either. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of who has multiple classic mixtapes outside of these yes. four. Who? Wiz would definitely have to be on that right. Wiz has two. That's a fact. Uh, um, does T.I. have two? Down with the King and the Leak. Are you sure? T.I. got two strong ones. A lot of it was the flip century. The one where he had the skits where he was like talking to Scarface about Flip and Colin yeah. in Houston about Lil Flip was a classic. And he did a little... Uh, when they used to do all the like one beats on the song and switch the beats up, yeah, he did yeah. one of them and murdered that. That's a classic Ti thing. Um, Ross? Gucci, of course, like Gucci is fifth. That's fair. Like of those four, like Gucci is next. If we can't put him four. He's next. Ross has what two classic big states, and BMF came from that. That's probably. I would venture out and say that's probably the number one mixtape song ever. Was that BMF? Yeah, I'm trying to think. What is that a classic it tape? Wasn't hard to it was something Jeezy probably. That rich, rich, that the one that BMF was on. BMF not on Rich Forever though. Which one was that on? BMF on Albert Anastasia. Mm, this sure is, and they know like eight songs on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was banging though, but it 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 is only about eight or nine songs. So that's I, I don't know. So I I want to know who's on the next four. Just assume that. You can't put future 50 Wayne or Jeezy. Who is on your next four? I'll give it to Gucci, though, just for the prolific output. And I wasn't a fan, but I, I respect it, though. Gucci. Yeah. Uh, a part of me wants to put Migos, but I'm not going to be biased. A part of me really wants to do that, though, because they got they had all the hits came from mixtapes. Would you do what, what about your man's Drake? Man, nah, he only yeah. got the only first. Got a Grammy off his mixtape. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, but that's only one though. He got he got that's a classic, but it's just one. Like I'd have Wiz before him, or maybe like a Jada. A lot of people would say Jada, or like Dipset. Yeah, yeah, Dipset. That's who I'm forgetting. Dipset. Yeah. If I was listening to anything around that time, the Fifty was doing it. It was them niggas. So yeah, I would say yeah, like Jada when they had Jr. Ryder and Bird Game yeah. and all of that shit. And they was doing those mixtapes. Yeah, that was heavy in rotation. We definitely was listening to that. That's a what good question, though. Let us know the next four, man. What about J. Cole? 
Ooh. He got, he got two strong ones. He got some sh- And don't forget them uh them four packs, them sincerely yours joints. Them truly yours. But yeah, he dropped yeah. like truly yours. Yeah. Yeah, he, he got some shit on there. Straight fire. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. might be in that next floor. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, next up, man, let's keep it down south. Uh, we alluded to see murder earlier on his life sentence was up for review. This just in, it has been upheld again, despite two witnesses recanting their statements. Uh, was that the last chance for C murder? Will we ever see him get the light of day? I don't think he'll ever stop fighting. And that's who would, man, you locked up like that, but chances are slim. I'm not even sure how C murder is funding this and it ain't none of my business, but yeah, I'm sure this costs money and he ain't gonna have too many more opportunities to get a lawyer together, to put appeals together, because that shit costs a lot of money, especially when you're sitting in jail, man. So, uh, It don't look bright. And he just broke Monica Hart, too. So the the, <laughs> the game ain't in his favor. Did you see what Monica came out and said? Oh, uh, no, what? What happened? Uh, well, she just put a post up. People were talking about today how C. Murrow broke her heart and shit again. I think she was maybe dating him. And he was in jail and she found some shit out just recently. Just now? In jail, that's insane. This was to yes. Why are you talking? I'm gonna look it up. I'll tell you exactly what she said. That's crazy. Um, of course what do you think about? he he's been he was convicted of murder in 2009. Got life. We know how they do in New Orleans. Two uh, witnesses, the two biggest witnesses in the case that actually got the conviction that they were looking for, st- they recanted it in 2018, saying that they um the police coerced coerced them into making those statements they've been fighting that ever since kim k has been involved and so that shit just all came back up just recently but again it got shut down kim k can't get you out it's ugly man so here's what monica posted to her ig it looks like well here it is in short i got my heart broken quotation marks excuse me parentheses again and that's okay i learned yet another valuable lesson I went through it, got over it. Now I can laugh about it. Life continues. I feel great through it. He has representation to one day be free. Let's move forward. Oh, so I guess her heartbroken because he got denied. That's probably what she's talking about. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I can't believe she's still that invested. Yeah, that's I guess. <laughs> that's crazy. <Yeah. laughs> You're Monica, dude. <laughs> Come on, bro. What is happening? No, hey, man, salute to Monica. She holding it down, man. My boy C. Murder, dog. Golly. Hey, that real oh, quick, though. Damn, there's man. an interview of the brother of the victim. He got he, he has an interview and he's talking about how like he's disappointed in in like Kim Kardashian being involved. He feels like a slap in the face. It feels like he's like, yo, it's a high profile case, so she wants to get involved without reading the facts. It's a very interesting interview, man. It's on the Boss Talk 101. Um, podcast on YouTube. Um, so it's just you, you worry think, about who the real killer is. I mean, that he think it's Steve Murder. Okay, I think he declined chasing just like she is. Steve Murder didn't do that. They say, I mean, allegedly, the story we you and I heard it. We know limitologists like yeah. they this is payback for some other shit he got away from. And they just it feel like the it. right shit to frame him like. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, I, I can't agree with his brother saying that. I know he feel a certain way. Of course. That's your brother that got killed, but I can't agree with that. 
if y'all never watched the, the wait, what was it? What was the thing on TV with the C murder case where he was talking to his daughter? And his daughter was like, "Man, please come home." She was like, "Nah, I'm good." Damn, what was that? It was I like remember the scene and everything. I can't think of what that was. Was it reasonable doubt? Was the name of it reasonable doubt? Yep, reasonable I doubt. I know That's it. That was the name of it. If y'all can find that on, I don't know, YouTube, Tubi, who the fuck knows, but. It, that was very interesting to show his mindset with his daughters on the phone and they were like, yo, you know who did it? Just like tell him. He was like, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, he was like, yeah, no. I was like, damn. Dude. <laughs> that's different, bro. That now, that's a nigga. That's a nigga different from Fat Joe with like 95% of his shit is the truth. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to let you know, nigga, like, please don't play with C-Murder. Y'all wasn't outside, man. You, like, just please don't play with some bro. <laughs> at all. Oh, like, shit. you got this nigga. Think, I, think how throwed off he has to be for P. Like, them niggas is brothers, and P cut him off. Close to cut him off, and now we cool. I fuck with him again. Like, that nigga know, like, eat cold turkey, nigga. It's over. So just shit, think about that. Crazy. And I don't even blame P for it. Honestly with you. Yeah. What's last, man? Uh, Person of the year. Right, it's our favorite week. time of the year, dude. Person of the year. We've been doing this since day one, if you're new to it. At the end of the year, we're winding down. There's only a couple of more weeks left. So, nigga, if you ain't got your bid in by now, you, I don't see anybody swaying my decision, at least. Who do you have as your person of the year, having the biggest impact, maybe best project, whatever the case it may be, man, who you got? This is a walk-off. And I, you said something about contemporary rap earlier. I have no idea who you're thinking about, but just like when Donald Trump was named, I think in one year, Kim Jong-un was named in one year. Not by us. That's by Time Magazine, by the way. Yeah, that's by Time. That's where we took it from or whatever. But just like in that, and those people made the impact in this year, not necessarily being good people or not necessarily having fans, it's Sexy Red. Mm. Like Sexy Red has been the most impactful thing Whether you hate her Whether you love her Whether you got think pieces saying she shouldn't be twerking pregnant Whether you think she's just having fun She's been everywhere I just seen her with Kim Kardashian She's been featured on everything And she's unapologetically showing up as herself I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing I'm not here to judge her for that But what I will say is I'm very impressed About the impact that she's made whether it be good or bad in hip hop this year, like Sexy Red, like Walk Off for me, had the biggest impact in person in hip hop. No, that's a big one because I'm gonna be real. People thought the whole uh, Pound Town we thing was a shuck, yeah. and that I thought that was it. People thought that was it, and then she got a cup. You'd be surprised, bro. Like ask a DJ, they'll be like, "Nah, she got yeah. like three or four they can play," and Nick motherfuckers will listen to that shit. That the fucking goes up. The ski ye, the fucking SRTs and Hellcats, nigga, the shake your dreads, nigga. They're like, no, like she got some joints. I was like, really? I shit with Drake. The Drake shit, yeah. Drake, Bruh, that's a good pick, though. I'm not gonna lie, that's a real good pick. Mine better, but that's a good pick. I I, I am really, (laughs) I, I I am, and again, much respect to that young lady. I think she's handled it well with the criticism that she gets. The image she puts out there, she she stays true to it. Like I, I it, it don't seem forced. It don't seem like no tap dancing type shit. It just seems like she's showing up as a, a, unapologetically her. Now I ain't saying you gotta like it, but I can't hate on it either. 
Here's the thing, and I'm glad you mentioned that. And I feel like you you feel the same way I would. If that is who she truly is, mm-hmm. and like she's not on some Malibu's most wanted, then we, me and you would look at that and be like, well, because we know people that are on that type of wave exist. They're just not famous. Is it? Does it come a point, though, when it's like they're laughing, they're using you, they're, they're seeing how you quote-unquote are, and they're pushing that out there so that people, so you're more of a skeptical and not necessarily like, oh, you're just being authentic? Like, is there a way where, is there a world in which people are behind the scenes using that to her disadvantage? She doesn't know it. I th- yes, I think that that is possible. Yeah. One of the things that impresses me about her, though, is she doesn't seem dumb. Like she don't come off as dumb. She come off as ratchet. Yeah. She may be a little ignorant in some places, but I don't. I don't take her as a dumb, a dumb artist. And what it looks like to me is when that's happening, she's gonna grow. Like whether mm-hmm. it be this child, whether it be the spo- exposure that she has, it ain't gonna be the same sexy red in the next two three years. What I'm looking for to see if that's happening in AB is if she grows, if you start getting a different message, if there's a little bit more depth to her music. I ain't saying she got to turn into Rhapsody or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But just like you said, street chicks that I know like that, they grow up. They have kids and they got different perspectives. They used to be on top of cars twerking. Now they go to Target on Saturdays. Like it, yeah. it's a growth thing. Yeah. So if we get to see her grow, I would be even more impressed. Yeah. Uh, She's been shaking yeah. it since since. She was at the BET Awards at the Bobby Jones and shit, bro. Whoever the fuck was looking at her like, what She the making fuck? it rain on Bobby Jones. <laughs> making it rain on Bobby Jones is insane. Nigga, only yeah, a St. Louis chick doing that. Mine, chick too. with with hip-hop turning 50 this year, I went with an artist that turned 50 who had a monster year and quite on the low had a monster year, and that's Nas, bro. Mm. Not only... He dropped two projects. He dropped Magic 2, Magic 3, and capped off a six-album run with Hit Boy. That's, that goes, that's going to be up there as no one saw this coming with quality projects. But he had, he was, his marketing team or his co- production company was the team behind the Hip Hop 50 show at the Yankee Stadium, which is a huge look. His team was behind that's the Supreme Team documentary, which was nominated for an Emmy. His team was behind the Welcome to Rap City documentary, that was the three-part series on BT that was fantastic. His album, King's Disease 3, got announced this year that it was nominated for Best Rap Album. Man, like, dude has had a huge year on the low. Uh, he did the King's Disease show at MSG and sold it out. Like, he has, him turning 50 with hip-hop, you could argue he's more impactful now with the things he's doing outside the booth and in, in combination with inside the booth as well than he has been in a long time we after life is good bro we thought he was done bro i ain't gonna hold you facts we thought Nas was smoked this nigga done grew his hair out and done had a whole second wind one of the more one of the bigger second wins that we've seen in hip-hop so I, I'm giving it to him, but mainly because not only the output of the projects, but the things that he's done behind the scenes with pushing a positive narrative of hip hop in media. Like we talk about all the time, we need to own more media. And that's what he's doing with the mass appeal. And I respect it. The stuff he puts out is fire, dude. He even his company was behind the, the outcast statue, um, the 25th anniversary outcast statue. Like they doing work, bro. So I think he took a page from Jay. 
on the behind the scenes tip. How, you know what I'm saying? When you hear Mass Appeal, a lot of people don't think Nas. They just see the company or the logo at the end of the documentary. But it's it's him and his shit pulling strings behind the scenes. Man, I, I'm fucking what he got going on. That's a good pick. Nas is super active in his second stage. And it's been one of the few, well, I won't say wire to wire. He had a little dead period in there when he was putting out that ghetto disciples shit. But like you said, six albums post, um, what was the name? What was the album you just named? Life is Good. And we thought he was done. Yeah, six albums post that and they're banging and yep. being nominated for Grammys for him. Yeah, his first. He won one too, his first yeah. Grammy. I don't know if there is a better rap career. Especially with the start that he had, he yeah. had a low middle. Yeah. But as far as starting where we started with Illmatic, and now everything that you just named out at fifty years old, from nineteen to age fifty. Yeah, that's he. That don't like get talked about enough. I'm gonna keep one it real. Of the best. Yeah, like that's it. That that that's really hard to do. <laughs> and we all love Jay Z. We like we loved his business acumen. He makes bigger splashes. Right. But I think Nas may make more consistent splashes. Like it's more like just I got my hands over here, got my hands over there. So that's a good pick, especially lately. And I forgot that he had the he had the Kanye album after Life Is Good, which even more was kind of like eh. That really was like I right, he, he can't go out on that. So, so to 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 show what he's done ever since. And again, if y'all haven't watched that Rap City documentary or docu series on BT, please watch that. If you're a fan of mean? us. Watch that shit, dog, because that's where we got this shit from. Like this, that was the inspiration behind this, and that, that shit was dope as fuck. It's very well put together. Didn't get enough clock. Somebody simulate, somebody simulate BET Plus password. And you watch that. There ain't nothing. It's on BET Plus. To be fair, I think so. Ah. yeah, that's. I ain't seen it nowhere else unless it's on Paramount. Oh, maybe check on demand though. Just on regular BET. All right, man, before we get back to our show, I want to talk to you about something a lot of us bearded gents will appreciate. It's not just a product, it's an entire brand, an experience, if you will. See, it's designed specifically for us folks who sport some facial fuzz and have sensitive skin. I'm talking about Beard Organics. And when I say Beard Organics is committed to your beard health, I mean it. They use only natural and organic ingredients in their product. You heard it right. Only the good stuff that your skin and your beard will love. This is a brand for men who truly care about their health and are conscious of what they're putting on with their skin. Not only do Beard Organics products contribute to a clean, well-conditioned beard, they also enhance overall beard health and appearance. There's nothing quite like the feel of a healthy, well-groomed beard. I know you know what I mean. So check out Beard Organics today. Right now, you can get a special deal for 20% off when you buy three or more beard oils, beard washes, or conditioners. Just go to beardorganics.com right now and tell them that On Deck sent you. Um, we got the wins and losses. Man, first win or loss, your man Dame Dash, staying relevant. Says he gets 100,000 new downloads to his um, new America new app. And that, oh, excuse me. He says if he gets 100,000 new downloads on his new app, it's called America New, he will start production for Paid in Full 2. Is this a win or a loss? A win or a loss. This is an L, man. Like, I, like just irrelevant, I'll pay it in full too. And like, no, not, hey, we're not doing that, bro. Promote your America New app and go from there and hope you get your 100,000 downloads. But like, no one is signing up for paid in full, too. No one. Not one person. Not no. one. 
We're not, you, you're Sorry, not gonna get me, lost. you're not gonna get me with the sequel to a classic. Oh, this is gonna be good. No, 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 no. Yeah. Too many times before people have went to that well and they've fallen flat on their face. We've all seen Belly 2, or if you haven't seen Belly 2, that's a cautionary tale right there. Salute to Dame Dash, friend of the show. Wish him much success. I'm going to check out some of this America new stuff. He's got a YouTube channel. I'm looking now. He's got some videos on here I didn't know existed. I'm going to check out a couple. I do not, and I repeat, I do not need paid in full, too. No, I'm good. The story's told. We know how it ends, bro. It's cool. Leave it alone, bro. It's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> the last great hood movie, bro. Leave it at that. Don't try to remake yeah, this. Just let that be your legacy, bro. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, next up, man. WRL rapper, influencer, Ruby Rose. Man, she met her biggest fan, uh, her biggest OnlyFans tipper. He spent sixty two thousand in one month on her on OnlyFans. Met her in the mall, man. WRL. Nigga definitely had her location. And follow her to that mall. Facts. 62 grand in a month for an OnlyFans page is insane. How's that possible? Same dude. I have no idea. Like I, what? She better be, she better have been sending him the nastiest shit on earth, nigga. Like she <laughs> like that nigga better have some videos, nigga, that'll make your jaw drop a Ruby Rose for them 62 racks, man. Cause that is crazy. I had a million questions, but the number one was what he does. Like, what does he do? Um, I had that. That's crazy to me. He was on uh, MTV. Yep. That, I'm uh, addicted to porn. Of it? I'm addicted to porn. So yep. that, 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 that's insane. Yeah. This is a L. W Big L. L. Um, hey man, but if you got 62 bands just to blow like that, um, hey man, more power to you. I seen Ruby Rose in the mall. I saw her in Lennox Mall one day. She was not glammed up. She was. She looked real regular. I'm talking about real regular, nigga. And I was like, oh, man. Okay, so it's, she glammed up. That's what make her look like how she looked. Okay, cool. Got it. Unfollowed. But still, this is an interesting story. She still popped up on my timeline somehow. I definitely unfollowed. I got out of there. That let me down. Shout out to him, though. Funny, I hope you don't end up... 62 grand. You that... could buy a prostitute for that, bro. Just go get a real, a real woman, bro. You can like, buy a lot of shit. sleep with you for. When yeah, you can... sleep with you for a third of that. Not even a third like, of what? Ten percent of that, bro. You can have a good month for ten percent of that down here. Jesus Christ! Come in Magic City, man. You got it all. Jesus. One more, man. W or L. Sauce Walker has been on a freestyle binge lately. He jumped on the uh, Benny the Butcher J Cole beat, slaughtered it. Then he came out with another one, and he has been adding J. Cole and both of them and said, hey, man, let's bring back lyrics. Let's bring back metaphors, similes, real bars. I can go toe-to-toe with J. Cole. I'm just waiting on him to answer the phone. My question, is that a WRL? Sauce Walker think he can go toe-to-toe with Cole? That's a W. Because Sauce Walker actually can rap. He can't go He get washed <laughs> by Jermaine Cole. It's been very clear. <laughs> but the confidence, I love it. I love it, champ. Like, if you think you can do it, please please piss J. Cole off and get that nigga on a feature so he can wash you up. Because I hear that. I I'm a fan of Sauce Walker. So I love to hear him get washed up by Cole. But yeah, this is a big L. I, I'm here for the song. Big W, excuse me. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a W. I'm here for the song, though. I think um, because the type of music that's, that Sauce makes, he's on like those soulful like flips and shit. Like, they'll body that shit. It'll be a good song, in my opinion. But no, he can't go toe-to-toe with J. Cole. But he doesn't have to. Facts. He can hold his own. He can hold his own. I'll say that. In a totally different lane. 
he'll yeah, make an and, impact on the song. Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. And he'd give a different flavor and it will be banging. And I hope they make it happen. I hope and Cole is paying attention. Um, I like him saying, bring it. We talk about this all the time. People don't care enough about how the music sound lately. I think that is changing. He's like, he, he sounded like now, nah, nigga, let's talk about this music. Let's talk about what we saying and how we saying it. Like, let's show niggas what, how we can get down. I like that type of attitude. I like, um, we're going to YouTube, man. On Decker of the week. Shout out to Mr. Ohio player. Uh, he said, man, if a woman I loved at the time that I held down had me looking the way Meg got partisan looking when she was in court, man, fuck a single. She's going to get a double album with a movie from your boy. I feel him a thousand percent, man. That ain't Ohio player, like, man. That ain't play Ohio. That ain't play at all. Bro. I feel him, bro. We're going to do the whole double album, man. Might make it a triple disc, nigga, like that A-ball loss, nigga. Fuck it. You're going to do an album like, like Chance did, but it's going to be about <laughs> breaking up with your bitch versus having your wife. Yeah. Like, bro, we don't want to hear that, bro. Yeah. Oh, he, he also went on to say, finally, someone saying how I feel about drink champs. Nori is an opportunist and only wants to go viral. And Mr. Ohio player, you are cooking in these comments right now, sir. Thank you. He's on the Animal Brown. He's the Animal Brown fan side. We need a Spike Lou side to comment. Y'all nah, we good. Y'all comment, man. Give us some we good. Uh, Doobie 20 <laughs> did say happy belated birthday, Spike Lou. Shout out to Doobie 20. Hit that, brother. Shout out to Doobie 20, man. I appreciate that. What you got to put on, man? Uh, what you got to put us on? Um, I don't know if I did this the last time, man, but I'm so impressed by this show because I didn't expect to like it at all. So I'm going to say it again, even if it was my last put on. That's rap shit. Rap shit on BT. Oh, excuse me. HBO Max, quick 30-minute episodes, man. Like, really, really, really surprised by it. I guess I went in not expecting a lot. I'm doing a review for it uh, over at Frames Per Second with those dead-end guys. Every three or four shows, we're going to do something for it. But um, I'm I'm shocked at how much I like this. It's like Insecure Light. I was on the Insecure Late, so it's still fresh for me. But, yeah, this, this, this show is really good. And the last episode was really surprising to me. And Jeff has some crazy theories that I do not agree with. I ain't gonna lie. But yeah, I, I, I fuck with that. Uh, glad you could jump on season two, man, before it got canceled and shit. Late I, binge, I binged it all in one season. I can see that. It's a bingeable show, though. Yeah, it's fact, facts. You can watch that. You can watch it all. Um, what you let me see. I didn't go to no movies this weekend. I'm going to put you on. Shout out to, um, this is for the Atlanta people here locally. December 8th this weekend, uh, Trap Karaoke is back in town. I went to the last one, had low expectations, had a blast. No, I did not perform. And no, I will not perform if I go this weekend. You can cancel any of that. But I do recommend, man, going out and having a good time. It was definitely better than I expected. Very entertaining. Um, it wasn't the crowd that I thought it was going to be. And I mean that in a good way. So Trap Karaoke is the 8th, I believe. So, man, go support that if you're here locally in the A, if you're looking for something to do on Friday. You wouldn't perform at it? No. Nah. wouldn't get up and do no song? Wait. Man, if I got enough drinks in my system, I might. But no. I was going to say, there's nothing there to get up and make you just like, what song would you do? See, you got to be strategic about that shit, though. Because you got to have something that the crowd going <laughs> to fuck with. You got to get the people into it, right? Bingo. Oh. Uh, I would do it. Like you said, I, I would have to be a little loose, but I would do it. I think I'd do uh first song that came to mind was Yo Gotti, what's up? Ooh. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Crowd up, yeah. I would do Yo Gotti, what's up? What's funny, 
I was gonna say something Memphis. I was gonna say that first verse on Dolph Preach. I was gonna say that. Preach, yeah, that's a good one. That cause that people that's a good one. And I didn't hear nobody do that when I was there. So I was like, damn, three more drinks. I might have went up there and did that shit. <laughs> y'all well, you welcome, Memphis. Nashville niggas showing y'all love. Two Nashville niggas picking Memphis stuff. It really don't sit right with me on the end of it, but I live with it, man. <laughs> I'm from New York. Um, hey man, another excellent episode <laughs> in the books. Oh uh, shit. Make sure y'all go to youtube.com slash on TV show. Uh make sure y'all support Beard Organics. If you slipped and didn't order anything during Black Friday. Come on, man. Do better. But it's okay. They still got heat for you, man. Go check out the inventory. Go order you something, man, so you don't pull up to that Christmas party with a dry-ass beard. Um, anything else before we get out of here? For Christmas, man. Yeah, it's a beard glistening for Christmas. So make sure y'all go check that out, man. Put the codes in. Man. Shout out to Beard Organics. Appreciate those guys. Back. Nah, that's it, man. Hey, until next week. time, we out. <laughs>